What if you could get a second chance on things? You know, there's a lot of stuff in the world that you don't get a second chance for. You don't get a second chance for first impression. You don't get a second chance for a first date. You don't get a second chance for the first day that you meet your new boss. Some things we don't get a second chance for. But the question I have for you right now is, what if you could have a second chance? Maybe you'd watch what you say. Has anybody ever had somebody in your life and then they're not in your life anymore? Whether it's by death, divorce, a move, a change in your life, but you had someone so close in your life and now you don't have an opportunity to talk to them. If you had it to do over, would you watch what you said? I would. Maybe you would find different friends if you could do life over. You do know if people are not taking you high, they're taking you low. But you're not staying at the same place. Maybe you would never take that first drink because you didn't realize that there was a curse that was handed down in your family and you became an alcoholic. Or you wouldn't have taken that one little pill or that one little snort or whatever it was because you didn't realize how addictive that drug was. Maybe, maybe you would not have done that. Maybe if you had it to do over, you'd wait until marriage. Maybe if you had it to do over, and dear God, I wish more people would do this. Maybe we would be more honest. Maybe you'd finish school. Maybe you would spend more time with your family. I talked to a man that had cancer one time. He was part of our church. And he had been part of a, a very large organization that a lot of men dedicate a lot of their time to. And as he was sitting there, what turned out to be, I didn't know it at the time obviously, but what turned out to be about two months before he died, he looked at me and he said, Pastor Jackie, if I had it to do over, I wouldn't have spent so much time there and I'd have spent more time with my family. But see, at that point, he couldn't do it again. Unfortunately, there's no second chance rule to this life. But how many is glad that I'm a spirit? And I live in a body, but I, and I possess a soul. But the things that really count in your life are spiritual things. Now, I'm not saying that relationships don't count and they're not good. They are. And sometimes we find out too late that we can't redo something. But I'm here to tell you today that a lot of 
people that come into this church, a lot of people that I meet when I'm playing music, when I'm out at different places that are not church related. A lot of people have a lot of regrets. A lot of people think, man, it's too late. I didn't I done, I done live too bad. I, God doesn't want me. He doesn't want any part of me. Let me tell you a story real quick. I know what time it is, and I'll be as quickly through this as I possibly feel secure and happy in today. How do you like that for a diplomatic answer? I do believe with my whole heart that people want to do what's right down deep. I believe we're created. Luke Bryan has a song out, I believe all people are good. I believe down deep even the rottenest, roughest people down deep want to do what's right. And those that just stand and curse and and say, no, I don't want to do what's right. I think it's because of the hardness of their life choices has built this this image within their own mind. I'm not trying to be, be hateful about nobody today, but you got to get over yourself. And at the end of life, there's no do-overs. When you get ready to step off into eternity, Miss Mary, everything that needed to be done better have been done. I meet people all the time that, I'll just be straight, when I'm playing music, I don't, want, I don't say, I'm never ashamed, and just about everywhere I play, they know what I do, but I don't go around saying, hey, I'm a pastor of a church, because People just totally change toward me at that. They say, oh, excuse me. It's like, what are you talking about? Excuse you. God saw you. He heard you. I'm not mad at you. Come on. Because a lot of people, I don't know why, but I'm just coming down here today. A lot of people like to walk in this religious thing when the people that are searching for Jesus want the real thing. And religion is not the real God that I serve. See, I serve a God that sits high, looks low, and has a plan. But he also gave us a free will. And he allowed Adam and Eve to act like they didn't have two brain cells. As a matter of fact, just a few generations after creation The Bible says that he even regretted making man. So he said, watch this. Rain. (laughs) And they went, oh, everybody except those that had humbled themselves and said, God, you're God. Now listen, I'm not talking about a perfect man either. I'm talking about Noah the drunk. I just feel like being really real today. You know, Noah, the drunk that got naked. I wonder if he sung that song, I just don't look good naked anymore. 
It's a song. Look it up. I ain't making it up. You say, Pastor, what are you doing? I'm telling you, you've got to be real with God, and He has a second chance plan for you. He don't, he don't need you to come acting all, oh, I'm, you know, bless God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He just wants you to come and say, hey, I'm here and I need to talk to you. He just wants you. He just wants you to be real. And I don't care what you've done or where you've been or who you did it with. God today is offering all of us another chance, a second opportunity. Listen, the things of this world, you may have regrets that you can't go back and fix. But Paul said, today all things have become new. You can't, fathers, go back and spend time with your children that you regret not spending time with, but you can start today being the best you can be. Mothers, maybe you've said some things or done some things that you regret to your husband to your children you can't go back and take those words back no you can't but you can start today being the woman of God and the man of God that he wants you to be and he is a God of grace you know what's really alarming to me when people won't give grace is cause doggone it they need so much we all need grace. Yet why is it some people won't give grace? Have you give grace to that um, uncle that took you in the back room and did that awful thing to you? Let's just get real. Have you given grace to him that he needs to be redeemed and saved and set free? Oh, but he hurt me. I could never forgive him. Well, I don't want to be intrusive or mean to you because I... I'm not saying what happened to you was right, but I am saying this, that we do serve a God of complete forgiveness. No matter, no matter what you did, He will forgive you. But the Bible says those that have been given much are required much. You say, I just can't do it. I've heard, I've heard this so many times. I just can't forgive them. I can't forgive them. First of all, death and life is in the power of the tongue. Faith is confidence that something exists other than what you see, smell, taste, touch, or hear. You may not be able to feel like you can do it today, but you can do all things through Christ that gives you strength. Maybe you can't do it in the strength of your mom and dad that gave you the name you have. Maybe you can't do it in that name, but you can do it in the name of Jesus. i got three things I want to give you today. And here's why a second chance is possible. Because of the resurrection, a second chance is possible. I'm going to say that again. Because of the resurrection, a second chance is possible. Matthew 18, 21 and 22. Then Peter, then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft? Shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? Jesus said to him, I say not unto thee un, until seven times, but until seventy times seven. See, the Bible is full of second chances. Abraham, after lying about his wife, twice became the father of many nations. 
Moses, after killing an Egyptian, still led God's people. Samson revealed the secret to his God-given strength, and then God gave him the second chance to kill more people than he ever had and to win a bigger battle than he ever had. David. Oh, let's talk about Big Dave. Oh. See, David, I love David because he's a musician. And I, I, I've met a lot of Davids in the music world. But God forgave David. After he was out looking and saw Bathsheba. After. See, it's one thing to see something. But it's another thing to go back and look again. And he allowed lust to take root in his heart. See, if you mess around with stuff that you ain't got no business messing around with, it'll start taking root in your heart, and then you, in your own strength, won't be able to stop yourself. He brought Bathsheba up, got her pregnant, and then killed her husband. So how in the world did God say, David is a man after my own heart? He's a God of second chances. Jonah. Have you ever met anybody that says, oh, I want to work for Jesus. I want to work for Jesus. I want to work for Jesus. Oh, I want to work for Jesus. Okay, I need you to work in the nursery. I don't want to work for Jesus. Jonah. I want to preach. I want to preach. I want to preach. I want to preach. Okay. Go to uh, Nineveh. No. Or to Joppa. Yeah, Nineveh. And then he went to Joppa. And then he got swallowed by a fish. Somebody said, well, now, how in the world could that happen? I don't know, but I believe it. Somebody said, well, when, when the Israelites crossed over, it wasn't really a big sea. It was, it was a, a, just a creek. Okay. The part that gets me is it was dry. I don't care if the wall was here or is a knee wall. He still brought them through on dry ground. You know why? Because he's a God of second chances. And I believe today, because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the second chance is possible in your life. Maybe you're here today and you think, I can't do anything for God. Man, I, 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 I did this and I got caught doing that. You know what? It doesn't matter. God is a God of second chances and it's possible. The next thing, because of the resurrection, the second chances of God are so freeing. First John 1.9 says, we, if we confess our sins... He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Romans 8, 2. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ, Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. 1 Peter 1, 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ with according, which according to His abundant mercy. Somebody say abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Because of His abundant mercy, there is a living hope 
through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the second chance that he'll give you will free you in a way that you'll never understand until you get it. Do you understand to hold a grudge, you have to have a good memory? To hold a grudge, you have to have something in your heart that you want to be bitter at somebody over. And I'll tell you something else. Time does not heal that. You know why I say that? Because Dean Sykes stood right here in this pulpit and told a story about how he was um, abused sexually when he was a kid. And he hadn't saw the guy who'd done it for years and years. And he thought he was free. He was traveling all over the world, literally, and preaching the gospel. And then one day, I believe it was Home Depot, he, he went around a corner and he looked and he saw that guy. And he said he totally and completely became that little 10, 12-year-old kid again. Went home, laid down in his wife's lap and wept like a baby just because he saw him. See, God is a God of second chances, but you've got to be real with Him. You've got to let the same resurrection power that was real in the life of Jesus be real in your life. Stop playing. Stop putting a, a religious facade up and thinking you're smoke screening everybody around you. Let me help you with something. You may smoke screen us, but Satan is not smoke screened. He will eat your lunch and then spit you out. If you don't get real with God and let God give you a second chance and then you receive a second chance. See, it takes more than just a therapist to get you into the place where I'm talking about today. I love to uh, know that there are God uh, given and anointed and Holy Ghost filled therapists. My sister and brother in law are uh, PhDs, they're doctors, and they have a, a business in Nashville that they are therapists. I'm not against that, obviously. I send people to them. I'll tell you what, though, I don't send people to just anybody because it's not about philosophy. It's not about the social aspect of our life. It's about a second chance by the resurrection power of a man that went to a cross. Do you really believe he really went to a cross? You better bet your sweet bippy I believe it. I believe it so much that I've given my life to him. And I will only say those things that he tells me to say. And if I mess up, I ask him to forgive me. The last thing, and I'm finished. Because of the resurrection power of Jesus, a second chance will empower you to be what you've dreamed of. June 4th, 2016, my life shifted forever. And y'all know what that day stands for. And you're visiting my wife of 27 years at that time. Went to be with Jesus. I'm thankful that in 2013 I had got along with God and said, God, I need to understand what it means to walk by faith. I need to know. I had no idea when I went in my office in uh, early April of 2013 that in late November of 2013 our life would never shift back to like it was before 
And I'm just going to be totally vulnerable and open with you today. I still have to say I'm sorry sometimes. I still have to apologize. But before that, I had uh, times, I always loved people, but I'd always get, I'd also get really ticked off at them. I would become offended at people. I said, Pastor, what? You never said that? Well, no, you don't tell your secret bad stuff. Do you? I didn't think so. But on June 4th, 2016, something shifted in me. And really, it, it just started right there because as the days went on, I began to see how permanent death in this life really is. I'd be that that summer. I I was in uh, Greenville, Tennessee, at the AAU National Championship when my baby girl was playing. And over the the prior three years, her mama hadn't been at very many ball games because of what she was dealing with. And whenever Grace would sink a three or do something like that, I'd grab my phone and I'd call her and tell her. And no matter how weak she was, she would always let me know how proud she was of Grace. I was standing up there in July of 2016 and Gracie was just bawling and she sunk a three. And I grabbed my phone and I dialed her number. Those kind of things happened and happened and happened. Then, of course, other things happened in my life. Through all the mess and all of the grief and all of the stuff. For instance, guys... Don't tell your wife you don't want to take a picture with her. Because the further I got from 2016, the fewer pictures I had. Fresh ones anyway. You say, why are you telling us this? This is my story. I don't know what your story is. But there was moments that I thought, how is this going to work? I got a daughter that's 13, 14, 15. I, I had that little talk with my boys, but she's a girl. See, as you walk through your journey, Satan loves to pile things on you and pile things on you, whether you did anything to cause it or whether you didn't. And then he loves to get you isolated over here, and you begin feeling powerless. But I tell you what I did. I, I made a decision through all that time. I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a declaration. I ain't never getting offended at nobody else. And you say, now how, how can you not be offended? Oh, I didn't say that it wouldn't give me, that people wouldn't give me opportunity. Huh? I didn't say that people wouldn't act like they didn't have two brain cells sometimes.
But how I respond is my choice. How you respond and how you treat people are, is your choice. And I decided I wasn't going to allow Satan to build things in my life that would cause me to miss the destiny that God had for me. Because as much as I still to this day love LaDonna Midkiff, she doesn't hold my destiny. She doesn't hold my sons, Kenzie and Jackie. She doesn't, their destiny is not in her. Their de- Gracie's destiny is not in her mama as beautiful as she was and as beautiful as Gracie and as much as, as many people tell me uh, she looks just like her mama. I'm so proud of that and I know she is. But her destiny is not wrapped up in what LaDonna Midkiff did. As far as that goes, LaDonna is where we all will enjoy one day. She's around the throne of God. And I've come to the place where I've made those decisions. But the only way that happened is when I said, Lord, I know it's through your resurrection power, your finished work of the cross. It's not something that i got to wait for you do, to do. You already accomplished the power that I get to believe for in my life. I don't have to wait and beg for you to heal me. You've already appropriated healing for me. So therefore, in 1 Peter 2.24, by your stripes I was healed. I am healed. I don't have to wait on God to restore my joy because the joy... The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of God is a fruit of the Spirit. And all I have to do is rely on the resurrection power of the cross to empower me to be all that God created me to be. He said, but there's just some things we don't understand. There you go again, rely on flesh. You're doggone right there's things I don't understand. But I still trust Jesus. I still trust Jesus. Today, do you need a second chance? Do you need a second chance with a loved one that you've just refused to forgive? Do you need a second chance? Because you think that you've done too much wrong and God can't love you or use you. The devil is a lie. He has a plan for you that he made before your daddy even looked at your mama. He's got a destiny for you. Thank you guys so much for joining High Praises Church podcast today. We are so happy to have had you with us. If you just met Jesus for the first time and you want to commit your life to him, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I need you. I open my heart and I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps by the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for answering my prayer and saving my life. Amen. God is so good. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you. Now, we want you to stay connected with our socials. You can find us every Sunday and Wednesday on our Facebook and YouTube live at The High Praises Church and catch us on our Instagram at The High Praises. Can't wait to see you next week. Take care.